Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. And welcome in. Let's lock it in with Cam Rogers. Golf bets on us with Bridget Whalen right here on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. You may be seeing some new artwork, a name change on your respective podcast feed. That is completely normal. We are rebranding the show to lock it in with Cam Rogers, which will feature, of course, as always, golf bets on us with Bridget but along with my football betting content, so my weekly picks in the National Football League and college football, along with exclusive interviews with celebrities, athletes, and personalities in the golf betting and betting industry in general, because as you guys know, I am often wrong myself, so might as well bring on people who are often right. So excited for that. I have a big fat guest list written out, and I will be booking people weekly. So really excited for those conversations. So golf bets on us will continue around 30 minutes or so as we always have it at. And then my football betting show will be very condensed, consumable, easy to listen to just my quick hitters, my best plays of the week. And then of course the interviews will be of longer format, casual, but also feature a betting angle as well. And so really excited to be launching this little bit of a rebrand, but this is where the industry is headed. You guys noticed we went from Tiger to golf betting, and now I'm going from golf betting to general sports betting because that's where all the momentum is, and I'm really excited to be a part of it. And of course, you guys can catch me on all of my weekly hits with SiriusXM and all the sports networks out there. Follow me on Twitter at MrRogers99 for the latest with those projects. Also on Instagram at Mr. Rogers 98. You can follow Bridget on Twitter and the gram at Bridget K. Whalen. By the way, this was all discussed with Bridget beforehand. I was not just jumping out here and saying we've totally changed things up. So shout out to her for sort of giving me leeway with doing this. And it's a lot easier to do this show under one feed with all my other stuff than doing separate feeds, right? So there you have it. And of course, we will be using Bet Online throughout all of our programming. Bet Online is back and better than ever, a new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all of the basketball and football action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE5050 to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, baseball, postseason, NHL, boxing, and UFC, and of course golf, Right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all of the amazing offers available here this year. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all of your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. Let's lock it in right now and bring in Bridget Whalen. I love using that phrase all of a sudden. Hello, Bridget. 
I support all things Cam Rogers and I'm <laughs> excited and proud and all of the things for you. I appreciate you. Such good energy from Bridget. That's why we uh, are such great hosts together because we bring the energy. <laughs> we bring the vibes. All right, let's talk about the Zozo Championship this week. We're back to Japan. I'm excited about this. Co-sanctioned by the Japan Golf Tour Organization. So you'll see a lot of players from the Japanese tour playing this week. Accordia Golf near Ashino Country Club. It's a par 70, 7,000 yards, just about. Of course, it hosted the 2019 version of this event where one Tiger Woods ended up with the trophy. Bridget, I think just sitting back here and thinking about golfers playing in Asia again is really a great thing. Obviously, we had it for the Olympics, but for a regular PGA Tour event too, I think this is really good to see to get back out there because it's so fun to watch golf out in that area. And I know you agree with that. Oh, absolutely. It's funny. I obviously am very active on social media and I saw a lot of guys storying and posting about traveling. And I'm like, where are they all going? <laughs> like I had a, I had like a moment where I was like, wait, where, where's the tour of next week? I was like, oh my gosh, we're back in Japan. Uh, I think it's awesome. It, it's great to get golf over there, especially a PGA tour event, another no cut event, which we love. Um, I'm excited. Make room on the mountaintop. This course has a right. lot of great memories uh, and an epic Steve Sands line, um, Tiger Woods uh, matching Sam Snead here. So I, I really, I, I hold this championship like close to my heart basically because of, of that in 2019. Um, and I'm excited to be back. Yeah, so like you mentioned, another no-cut event. The field of this week is very much different as compared to the CJ Cup last week out there in Las Vegas. Extremely top-heavy field here. And right. that's reflected in the odds this week. I mean, it's truly amazing. You see these short numbers, and then all of a sudden it jumps to like 40 to 1 and longer from there. Morikawa and Xander Schauffele right now. These numbers can change, but right now are the co-favorites at Bet Online plus 750. This morning, it's so funny. Xander, I think, was alone at plus 650. And it's so funny how these numbers can just change depending on the public money and what have you. So Morikawa and Shoffley are there, tied for first. Hideki is at 11 to 1. His number got shorter within the last 12 hours. He's getting a lot of buzz this week amongst the content creators out there. Of course, Hideki going back to Japan, played pretty well here a couple of years ago. Ball striking is still there. Zalatoris, 18 to one. Joaquin Neiman, 22 to one. Fleetwood at 25. Mr. Fowler, fresh off a very good performance last week, 28 to one. And then just go down the line from there. The numbers get really, really long, especially with guys who predominantly play on the Japanese tour. Those numbers are extremely long what do you make of this field overall this week Bridget I think one factor is the travel restrictions and what have you and also some sure. guys just not wanting to really go back to Japan perhaps after playing in the Olympics I don't know yeah it's an interesting field it's kind of like a mixed bag uh there were some players where I was like oh oh look who's gonna be there Paul Casey I was like oh Paul Casey at the Zozo okay um so it's just it, it really is mixed for me I think guys like Ricky Fowler who he's playing really well right now so I like seeing him play more events I think that that's what he specifically has to do um I you know I am not shocked to see Colin or Xander or Hideki uh 
go over there. I mean, they, they all have ties to Japan. So like those three being the top heavy favorites and, and having the connect that they do to the area, I think just makes a lot of sense. Let's talk about last week at the CJ Cup. I think we might have had the same number of picks correct, but I wow. put in more money into the ones that I got correct. So okay. CJ Cup, I won $110. You won $67.50, which puts the totals at the following me at oh $220.55. Bridget, you're six bucks behind. Oh, boy. $6.55 behind at 214. <laughs> so I nailed all of my top 20 finishes. So I'm actually going with that same strategy this week because there's just a higher likelihood of getting these things correct. And if you can sweep the board, if you will, it ends up being a pretty good payday. So Webb and Gooch and I don't even remember my third one all made the top 20s. Uh, Cam Smith was the uh, third one. So I got all of those. And then Eric Van Royen for top South African. That was another one that helped me very much beating out Louis Eustazen. So we're I in mean, a tight you're race. Very, you're very lucky that my outright didn't pull off an amazing feat yesterday because he was very, oh gosh, er, sorry, yes. Sunday. Let's bring got that my up. days mixed up. I mean, so I, I hadn't been intently following the, the tournament. And then on Sunday... I knew that Rory and Ricky obviously were in the mix and, and that's exciting when a win for Rory and Ricky, either not, I'm not saying, and either, or is a win for golf. So I loved seeing them at the top of the leaderboard. I love seeing them play well, always, um, especially in the wraparound season. I think that was awesome. So I, I just kind of got a pulse and I, I went to pjtour.com, just looked at the leaderboard and bam, <laughs> Colin Morikawa's name, just like out of nowhere. I think he was minus like seven at the time when I checked yeah. and I was like, holy moly, he's going lights out, which he is a player who does that on a Sunday, right? Like he, he will never have, and, and honestly there, you know, he, he missed that short putt in, in the, um, what playoff was that? Where, uh, when was that? That was like last year. He missed like a really short putt. Um, Fowler. No, Morikawa to, I think it was to extend the playoff. And then by default, he lost. So like that, like gave everyone hesitation where they're like, oh, this young guy, like, you know, he, he, he can't do it. Like he's not going to be able to close. And then the PGA championship, I think really just was it for me, like seeing him be so defiant on a Sunday. And I know people are going to say, oh, there weren't fans there. It was a different energy, a different vibe, something more like of a semblance that he's probably used to that's all fine and good. It's still a major championship. So Colin Morikawa for me is a solid Sunday guy. So Sunday wasn't shocking. It was just shocking that he really wasn't in the mix. And then he came out and it was like birdie fest on Sunday for Colin. So that was, uh, I, I don't often root against Rory and I was a little bit just hmm. so I could have some, you know, bragging rights on the pod today, but it's all fine and good. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, anytime you can nail an outright in golf is truly remarkable. So you were pretty darn close. Although if there is ever such thing as a backdoor top two finish, I think that was it from Colin Morikawa. 10 under par. 10 under. That's wild. By the way, it was the Charles Schwab where he lipped okay. out to lose in the playoff. And it was literally like three feet inside three feet. Um, but anyway, that was last June. 
So, so a lot of the go. guys, a lot of the guys who went into this week talking about the CJ Cup with a lot of buzz actually played well. Aaron Wise got a ton of industry liking, if you will, T5 finish. Bridget, you nailed a Sam Burns top 10 last week. Probably the quietest top five I've ever seen. Sam Burns, just ho-hum, here we go again. Um, really good week for him. Taylor Gooch, who I had for a top 20, did it with some style points for, with a T5 finish there. And kind of down the line from there, a lot of these guys got a lot of talking about Cam Smith, T9. Webb was T14. Johnny Vegas, Bridget, T14. He's playing really good golf right now. He's in the field this week. So we'll see. It seems like the fall series, the fall swing is very much momentum dependent. And I'm using that logic this week with my selection. So we'll see what happens. But got another slew of top 20 finishers. I do have another outright play because why not? Let's see what happens. And then kind of down the line from there. So are we ready to get into it? I'm ready. You want right. to start? You want me to start? Who's kicking it off? I'll do it this week. How about that? Mix it up a bit. Okay, let's go. So let's start outright. I'm going Emiliano Grio. 40 to one at bet online to win this week. Something tells me he found something on Sunday and going off of that momentum theme, right? Shot a 62 on that Sunday at the CJ cup, gaining 7.05 strokes on the field. And here's the notable thing. He actually gained strokes across all four rounds with his flat stick. So if that happens again this week at the Zozo and he continues to ball strike the heck out of the ball, this guy's going to finish top three at the worst. And this is a tight-ish track. I wouldn't say it's Harbor Town, but it kind of gives you that feel that maybe driving distance really isn't all that paramount. Grio doesn't crush the ball by any means. So I think this is really a spot for him to succeed. And at 40 to one, I really like that number, especially when you have just such short odds, like for Morikawa at plus 750, there's just no value there in my opinion. Same with Shoffle. And really I could say the same about Zalatoris. Neiman at 22 to one is way too short. In my opinion, he was 40 to one, not too long ago in another fall swing event so yeah i like this number here for grio 40 to 1 still as i look at the board and he's surrounded by the likes of noren and Vin royan cameron Trangrali, who i like a lot charlie hoffman but yeah i'm gonna go grio there in the outright market oh and i love that <laughs> I love that. He isn't on my betting card this week, but I do. He, he narrowly missed it. A, a few guys narrowly missed it. He was definitely one that I looked into, did a little research, didn't go his way, but I like that for you. I, I love that play for you, Kim. I love Good that play. for you. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a little uh, sassy. Um, all right. My outright, I'm going with Keegan Bradley. He's 35 to one. I love he's this. An, I, I love this too. Clearly he's an Asian swing veteran and this course Ball strikers who usually have issues on the greens play well here. So I, that literally is key, like to a T. I feel like that, that would be how you define him as a player. T13 here in 2019, and he established the course record with a 63. So like that horse for a course vibe. Um, he didn't play that well last week. He had a T32, but he had a lot of birdies, 24 birdies. And for Keegan, to me, 
if he's making birdies, that's all really that matters. Like if he's seeing the ball go into the hole, because I feel like the green is really where he builds momentum, then I, I'm sort of banking on that. So I'm putting 20 bucks on Keegan Bradley, 35 to one outright to win. Yeah, I've got him on my card as well for another category, but love the logic. I mean, I didn't actually even know that he was this good playing out in Asia, but you look at the data and it's totally there. Yep. He is just amazing driver to irons. And then you sort of have to shrug your shoulders and see what happens with everything else. But if those things click, right, then you can seriously have some solid outright value with somebody like a Keegan Bradley. So love that play a lot. 35 to one. That's a good number there. I do have a minor detail, which I think that he, this is going to bode really well for him. Yep. Again, I was looking at, uh, I was on Instagram (laughs) and a player had done like a, a story post where his kids were eating breakfast and he was about to go to sleep. And like that little factor does make a difference. And if you're not sort of accustomed to it, Hmm. it might affect play. So when I say like he's an Asian swing veteran, I not only mean like he does well there, but like he kind of knows the, um, the success pattern to, to do well, uh, to do well over there. So that's just a little side nugget. Yeah. If you are used to the routine of going out there and playing and then playing well on top of it, that's just bonus points right there. So right. awesome. Cool. Let's get into the finishing positions. I've got three top 20s for you. I will start with $20 on Henrik Norlander, plus 300, top iron player in this field. He's top 30 in this field in strokes gained approach, good drives gained, greens and regulation gained, and scrambling. So he has it all covered, balanced game. And again, this is a top heavy field. A top 20 finish for Norlander is totally reasonable. And at plus 300, I will take that all day long. $20 on him. This guy, his number I wish was a little bit longer, but Adam Shank for a top 20 plus 175 finished T3 at the Shriners not too long ago. And you get the sense that he's starting to knock on the door. He doesn't do anything amazingly in one particular category, but he is pretty balanced. Three top four finishes in his past nine starts on the PGA Tour. So Adam Shank for a top 20 certainly is viable, plus 175 with that number. And then Takumi Kanaya at plus 190, $20 on him. This is the guy who is dominating the Japanese tour. Hasn't finished outside the top 20 in seven consecutive events. Now the concern is, can you make that leap from the Japanese tour to the PGA tour. And I think he can because they're playing in Japan. It's not like Kanaya is coming across the pond and playing in the States where maybe he needs to get used to some things. This is still in the home country, if you will, where he plays on tour. And so I think that familiarity is important. So plus 190 for top 20, 20 bucks on him. So I'm hedging a lot of my cash this week, Bridget, on the finishing positions, hoping that they can all pay out for me. I like it. I mean, you clearly are allocating money yeah. uh, better than I am, but you know what? <laughs> I'm just going to roll with what I do best and that's shooting from the hip. So we're going with a top five and it's Colin Morikawa. Okay. Plus 175. Amazing Sunday finish at Summit Club. Come on. 62 
that is just a, a literal launch pad for Japan. So I, I don't know. I'm going on the momentum from for him, uh, you know, a little bit of the homeland vibe. And then he was T22 back in 2019 here. Just think about the player that Colin Morikawa was in 2019 compared to the Colin Morikawa we know of today. And if you just take that into consideration, a T22 back in 2019, I really do think emits a top five finish in 2021. So I'm putting $15 okay. behind that pick. I got another uh, another high ranking guy, to a top 10 for Ricky Fowler. You're drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. And I'm only drinking the Kool-Aid, not, not because of, of the actual display. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid because of his post-round interview. So he's okay. plus 225 for a top 10. Last week was huge. He stated that he has been building for years, for years. And now keep in mind, he won the Waste Management Phoenix Open back in 2019. Also of note, he has won more recently on the PGA Tour than won Xander Shoffley, which hmm. uh, that's a little confusing, right? Um, so anyway, I, I think that Ricky saying that he has been building on this for years puts credence into he has now seen whatever he has been building come to light. And I think for him that that really is everything. So it's not only about his game, it's about his mental space. And although he kind of floundered on Sunday, I think he needed to be put in that position on Sunday to get those feels back. And, and we hear Tiger say stuff like that all the time. We hear Rory say stuff like that all the time. So like veteran golfers, they still need to get those feels back to be in that moment to sort of have the chance to win. Not, it's not about winning. It's having the chance to win. Right. And like seeing how you perform. So he did flounder a bit. It's not like he, he went crazy and, and shot like several over, but there were birdies out there and he really didn't capitalize it, capitalize on it. But anyway, I think that this week we're going to see a, a little bit of fire from Ricky Fowler. Cause now he's got that confidence behind him. He just has to sort of make use with it. He gained nine strokes from tee to green last week. That was the best mark in the field. So not even Rory McIlroy who went on to win was better than Fowler in ball striking. So you have to wonder if the buildup is here and if there and is some actual outright value for him. Yeah. Yeah. He finished third. Like, let's not, you know, it, he didn't. Okay. So like the, the Ricky, wow. Now I am fired up. Uh, <laughs> we all know I love Ricky Fowler probably more than most actual real people in my life. Um, Ricky Fowler still finishing that high and not like letting it squander and, and getting like, you know, a, a, T11, which would be the Ricky Fowler of late, I think is a huge thing for him. Like he's still, he, he finished third, like that's massive. So I see only good things from last week. And I just hope that he could carry through not only because I'm putting $10 on him, but also because I just love Ricky Fowler so much. All right. Plus 225. Good value in our opinions. Good value. All right. My, my last top 10, Will Zalatoris. He's plus 188. I am purely banking on his Tita Green game here. And also, he, his stock is just super high in my book. I think I've talked about him at length more so than, I mean, Daniel Berger and Will Zalatoris. I don't know if I could talk about two players more. For him, he's coming to a place where allegedly this is his and his fiance's like number one bucket list, bucket list place. So I think that he's not only taking this as like, oh, I, I'm going to be playing for my inaugural event in Japan, but it's also like, look at this opportunity that I get to travel to like 
the number one spot on my list. I think he's so young that those things affect him. Where like, I really do see a lot of, he's like grateful and thankful for the opportunity. He also mentioned how, you know, Tiger tied uh, the most wins in PJ Tour history here. So I think that this place for him is special. And I see him performing really well when the stakes are high. Like it, the kid almost won the masters. Like let, mm. let's be honest, you know? So I think that those things, they don't, um, they really don't intimidate a guy like Will Zalatoris. So I have Will Zalatoris for a top 10. I'm putting 20 bucks on him. I'm kind of going heavy on this. Uh, I just really like his affect. And uh, I think that this, if he won here, so I, I'm going top 10. If he won here, I think it would be a huge momentum booster for him. PJ Tour rookie of the season last year yeah. uh, or last season. Um, and I think that he has to see sort of some semblance of growth um, to, to keep that trend going. The other thing too is at plus 188, you sort of have to hedge more money on him yes, and exactly. for that payout, right? So love that play. Zalatoris is going to win at some point pretty darn soon. Could even happen this week. All right, what, what do we got? Me again? Yeah, you got two more top 20s here, so I'll let you finish those off. Okay, and all right. you have one guy who I've talked about already. I do. Uh, well, you actually talked about this top 20. Um, as you said, he's dominating the Japanese tour. Uh, Takumi Kanaya, he's plus 190. I'm putting $10 down on him for a top 20. I think that he's a, obviously a staple on the Japanese tour. You mentioned the seven consecutive events. Uh, he'll be really comfortable here. I kind of just like him also for a top 20. So I'm going, I'm uh, carbon copying you. Yeah. Sorry. yeah. So that play just pretty much cancels out for us in terms of our race with each other, which is fine. That's actually good that we actually have some synergy sometimes with our selections, yeah. you know? Let's, yeah, let's cancel each other out together. So let's bank on making that money. There you go. Um, my other top 20 is CT Pan. Uh, he's plus 125 won the bronze medal in Japan in that wild playoff. Like that was the craziest thing I've ever seen. And there were a lot, I mean, Rory was in it. There were a lot of big names and, and he came out on top. Um, first two starts of the season, T11 and T6. I, you know, he's just playing really well. I think that he's a player who does well on the shorter tracks, kind of like the plotting and precision and yep. Tiger one here. So like, let's call a spade a spade, like that type. If, if you could, um, you know, if that's sort of your game of play, I think that you're going to have success here. So I see CT Pan doing well. I'm putting $10 on the top 20 for him. Love it. Low key playing really well in this fall swing so far here in 2021. All right. So you have a lot of finishers for your yep. bets this week. You have one more. I'll get I to do. my play here in terms of a prop for top American because you have this one as well not this player Keegan Bradley at 20 to 1 five dollars on him to be the top American I think at some point he's going to put it all together I could totally see a top five finish this week could totally see a victory this week at the Zozo championship the logic very much to what you were saying Bridget Asian swing veteran elite driver of the golf ball not a long driver but just so accurate and then really great with his irons too these greens i don't think are too complex either so this should be a venue where bradley can contend and for a top american at 20 to 1 
with somebody like his caliber, I see value in that. Now I'm only putting $5 on it, but could still have a pretty solid payday there if it were to come to fruition. And then I have two matchup plays. I don't normally like to do these because with the money we are quote unquote allocated this week, Bridget, it's hard to make a lot of money off matchup plays because you have to sort of put a good amount into them to actually get a payout here. But you mentioned CT Pan. He's at plus 100. So that is a little surprising to me considering he's going up against KH Lee in this scenario at plus 100. So KH Lee is actually the favorite in this battle. I'm leaning to CT Pan to win between these two, much to the reasons that you described, playing really well. This is a plotter type of golf course that I think CT Pan will succeed at this week. So that's an easy play for me. Kind of a random matchup too. And by the way, that was $15 on them. $10 on this matchup play. Pat Perez over Brendan Todd. I haven't seen anything from Todd really since the fall of the COVID season last year. Like Perez is just this ultimate birdie maker, can get really hot with the putter. He's overall pretty balanced right now. And you want to talk about a momentum player. Pat Perez is certainly one of them, kind of like a Billy Horschel, for instance. So I think Perez continues that. He's minus 118 to beat out Brendan Todd. And so I'm putting $10 on this. It's not going to be an overwhelming payday if I were to get it correct. But for DFS purposes out there, folks, and perhaps other markets in the betting world, Pat Perez makes a lot of sense to me. So that is my card. Pretty consolidated this week. Brendan Todd was actually the player who said his kids were eating breakfast while he was going to bed. So just thought I would put a bow Ooh, on that. Okay. Um, I love you picking Xander and I hope he is, uh, sorry, Xander. That's my top American. I love you picking. Wow. Can't speak Keegan. And I hope he is the top American because he is my outright, but my top American. And this again, is just like banking on two guys yep. is Xander Shoffley. Um, I mean, yeah, he's, he's one of the favorites, but captured the gold at the summer Olympics. So the return to Japan should feel great. He has family here. Uh, it placed, he was top 10 in 2019. And then Sunday at the CJ Cup, uh, he shot 63. So the momentum is high as a kite. I just love Xander in Japan. Uh, so he's my top American. Plus 400. I mean, look at this board for top American. Shoffley plus 400. Morikawa plus 425. Then it jumps to 10 to 1, 13 to 1, 16 to 1, 20 to 1. So it's really interesting just to see those dispersions you won't see that much on the pga tour but the way in which the <laughs> field is set up this week with a lot of the japanese tour players in yep. the field that's how things shake out all right by the way very key lineups bets everything locks tomorrow night i believe around six o'clock eastern time on wednesday night is when this all gets going bridget so we have some overnight golf you yep. Peg me as somebody who likes to go to bed early. I do too. So <laughs> this one's going to be a little tough to watch on Thursday night, but maybe late night Friday, coming back from the bars, you know, having some <laughs> drunk food, I'll watch it, you know? I'll definitely tune in. I, also, I'm putting $15 on Xander. I okay. am going a little high on the money there. I'll, I'll definitely watch. Uh, I love this tournament. I'm glad it's back in Japan. So I'll take advantage of getting some night golf. I really do love off-hour golf. 
to be honest. Like I love Scotland golf because it's coffee golf, mm -hmm. you know, British open or sorry, the open championship golf. I, I love that. I love European tour golf, early morning golf, but I do, I did enjoy the Olympics. I have to say. So I don't so know. I'm is this tequila to shots golf? Like, because this is late night stuff here. <laughs> this is more like I'm going to stay up later than I stay up and I'm going to watch golf and it's going to be dark outside. Like there's no, I, I'm not taking anything to do this. It's, you know, I'm, I'm a pure being. This is just like, Hey, we're getting golf and it's late night golf. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to tune in. There you go. So Super for me, nerdy logistical standpoint totally get in those bets and what have you before the lock there if you will when things get going tomorrow night so before it gets locked in locked in oh my god she's already on board with the brand i love it i love it all right so there you go zozo championship this week hoping to get a guest ready to rumble for this week folks but if not next week for sure already got one locked in and then of course i'll have my football bets later this week so stay tuned for that locked in with cam rogers golf bets on us for bridget wayland i am cam and we will talk to you next week see you next week guys Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.